0: Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Randazzo.
1: Maybe I should barf right now on you.
0: (laughs) And the amazing Chris Randazzo.
2: Hey, Evan. Hey, Evan. Yes. Smoking's bad for your health. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: We're here on this week's episode Talk Television. This week for, I don't know, what's today's date? It's like the 23rd day of 31 days of Halloween. We are talking Are You Afraid of the Dark? Season 1, Episode 2, The Tale of Laughing in the Dark. But before we get to that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekaid.com. Tell us what we should be watching. Tell us what we should avoid. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us how you're doing. Contact us. Let us know you're out there. Chris. Hey, how you doing? Very well, thank you. You picked Are You Afraid of the Dark? (laughs) That's right, I did. And I couldn't remember the last time I've seen an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I feel like I should have left it that way. (laughs) because boy oh boy did I fondly remember this show I also I had
2: a very strange experience watching this um, because I also very fondly remembered this show uh, and I remembered just everything about Nickelodeon at that time you know (laughs) Snick Saturday Night Nick with like Roundhouse and all sorts of other wacky stuff going on good old Snick so and this was one of those things that was on there, and it was just an intensely cool show. And watching it, um, I can't say that it necessarily aged. I don't know if aged poorly is the right terminology for what it was, because the show is still 100% exactly the show that it was. Yes. when When I was a kid, it's like watching it, and really remembering it, it wasn't like when I rewatched, you know, the original Voltron. I was like, "Oh, hey, this is this is hot garbage. Like, this is actually really awful." Um, this was like I I I got I, I was watching it like I could understand how a kid my age would have thought this was scary and and because it was it was legitimately creepy still, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things that I understood why I enjoyed it back when I was a kid and. So I can't really, I don't think aged poorly is the wrong word for it. It's just, it is very much aimed at that demographic. And if you're not that demographic, you're going to start thinking about stuff like, wait a minute. Why are these kids allowed out in the middle of the night to sit around a campfire and tell stories? These kids don't even like each other. What?
0: No, they don't. What's going
2: on here? Like, It's really one of those premises that, it kind of falls apart
0: under even the slightest of scrutiny. <laughs> uh, there was a scene... Well, Josh Josh was the redheaded douchebag of the episode. And there was a scene in which he ends up chasing the little girl going tickle monster or something to that effect. And I was like, this is making me uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, there is there is definitely a few moments of, of discomfort in the whole... Uh, all of the Midnight Society stuff, like w- like they just pass around this bag of powder and it, it
0: was, is it gunpowder? What is that stuff? I don't know, but it's extremely flammable. And like extremely flammable. <laughs> they throw it into a flame. So.
1: Which oh. those children somehow built themselves and <laughs> no one got hurt or sent to the hospital. Apparently
0: they went through like a k- bunch of seasons and no one got hurt. The, yeah, uh,
1: apparently this show was conceived in a time before network executives ask questions.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very. Yes,
2: I concur this with that statement. Also, this is also a very Canadian show. Uh, in oh case my you, God, you so Canadian. <laughs> this, is, this is a remarkably Canadian TV show. We
1: started um, accidentally watching the wrong episode first, mm-hmm. and... I noticed it right away when one kid was talking to one another one and he was like sorry. Sorry, a, a yeah, that was
2: it. Yeah. Oh like, man. Wow, <laughs> wow. Oh. Well, so I picked this episode specifically because I did I did watch a decent amount of this show, but this was this was the episode that really stuck with me. Um because it just freaked me the heck out and it is it's still kind of creepy. It's mm-hmm. It's also full of a lot of that um you know, those interesting problems that this show seems to have, like uh, Acting. You know, these Well, yes, acting. Uh <laughs> large quantities of unaccompanied minors. Like there is no there were no parents or adults with the exception of the dead Zeebo the clown and that creepy uh, carnival guy. Like, where were these kids' parents at
0: any given moment? Like Well, they were away and put pasta in the freezer. And left a yeah. giant bowl of pudding for him. <laughs> There's pasta oh in the God. freezer. Try not to die. <laughs>
2: Fail.
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. So, yeah, this this stuck with you all these years, huh?
2: Well, it was just... It was a very memorable thing. Like, the, the character of Zeebo the Clown mm-hmm. was... Pretty memorable, like that look and that laugh specifically. That laugh, like, always stuck with me in my head. Like, that was just a rewatching it. It was I just remembered that laugh very, very specifically, and uh, I did not remember the fashion on the show being as well, let's let's just say wonderful as it is. <laughs> but, well,
1: I mean, when you were watching it originally, you were sort of immersed in that fashion, so you wouldn't have noticed. <laughs>
2: I was never immersed in fashion, but yes, I know what you're <laughs> talking about. You're, you're right; it it didn't stick out to me, yeah. and it probably should have. But <laughs> should have I,
1: stuck out to all of us, but it took a while. Yes, it, it did. did.
2: It
0: did. It did take a while. Yes, it did. There are there are a couple of things that I noted as watching as I was watching the episode: the interior of play, like the inside hockey playing. Which screams Canadian? There's a, there's a little scene where they're communicating true, with yeah. each other, and he's like pushing around a puck just, just, in the kid's just playing bedroom. Some hockey, indoors, the printouts in of all of the newspaper articles. I just it just felt weird to me for some reason. And then the little girl reading it, like, "Wow, four thousand dollars! He stole all of that!" I'm like, "This is." That's not that much money. (laughs)
1: Uh, It was probably a lot more back then. And to a kid, I could see that being like, oh, my God, more money than they could ever conceive of.
0: Uh, The I honestly, you know, when you had brought this up, you you had said that the, the clown was visually iconic to you. And to me, the carny is what creeped me out more than anything else in this entire episode. Yeah, the Carney guy was pretty creepy. I'm Off putting. no doubt there. Off putting. All in all, it it for what it was, it still is.
1: <laughs> yes. That's a good way to put it. Right? That is a good way to
2: put it. Like I, I I understand why this show was cool back when it was on. Uh and it's it's neat because it is like it's a kid friendly Twilight Zone, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of a cool thing. But uh yeah. And Outside of that, I, I'm not going to go back and do a full rewatch or oh anything. No. Uh, I'm not requesting any more of these episodes. <laughs> I'm just going to leave this right where I. I'm just going to leave this right where it was and call it a day. But one of the kids' names is Ouija. One of the kids' names was. I remember uh, we're watching it and I said I was saying to Karen like, "Is that kid's name Ouija? That's that's not okay. That's not possible." <laughs>
1: that is true it's not possible no parent would actually name their kid that that's awful um i was never a watcher of this show because it was you know kind of widely known as like oh this is a scary thing for kids Mm -hmm. and i was never into scary things so this was kind of new for me i mean i was aware of this show but i didn't really watch it and i will say like the one thing i found really kind of charming about it is the way they managed to do scary for kids like Mm -hmm. it was legitimately like a realistic kind of fear like a a thing that kids that age would have been afraid of not maybe necessarily the ghost of a carnival clown that died to fire um, that was yeah there was a, a there was a borderline
0: <laughs> line crossing right there like they they held the line they they pulled it back but got a little too close
1: yeah just slightly too far over the line with that one but uh just kind of the being home by yourself uh, when they're like just barely old enough to be home by yourself at night and you know being afraid of something getting into the house and hurting you and you not knowing what to do or how to make it go away like that's kind of a universal fear at that age and i thought they did a good job with that
2: yeah the bit with him um you know being scared about being alone in the house that stuck with me for a long time when i was a kid like i was scared of noises in the house mm-hmm. from this episode <laughs> and
0: microwaving pasta it was horrible horrible time for you this it really was. <laughs> I understand why this show was so popular because it is it is well done for when it was done. Now it just like I maybe a kid would enjoy this. A kid that doesn't know any better, like doesn't give a shit that it's you know dated fashion or the acting isn't top notch, but it they're they're kids. Like it might still hold up for someone in the appropriate age bracket. Agreed. It's just it's not this like nowadays when they make shows like this, they put enough in it for adults to sit down and watch as well, so that they're yeah. Engaged. Production values
2: have gotten a lot better over the years. Not just like special visual effects production values, like just general production of TV has gotten uh, better than this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to disparage it too much, no. but at the same, you know, it, it is, I, 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 it, I'm glad I went back and watched this. I'm not going to do more. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again.
0: <laughs> oh, well, every once in a while, the trip down memory lane just shouldn't have been taken. So it's okay. It is what it is. And it was fun when we had it. So, yeah. All right, uh, uh, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk some news. Stay tuned. We know you love this podcast, but what happens when you need more? Look no further than Budsworthy, Dave DiOrio's recurring article series that discusses other podcasts in the world that may be worth your time. This month, Dave spends some time with an ongoing podcast about folks playing Dungeons & Dragons the way it was meant to be played. Grab your D20 and a couple of friends and check out Budsworthy, the Adventure Zone, located in the Think Tank. GeekAid's Gabby Robbins
2: may be our resident home automation expert, But did you know she also loves books? She does! This month, she decided to continue her trek down memory lane and reread another classic novel from her younger days. Not that she's all that old to begin with, but that's beside the point. If you want to read an article about someone reading something else, you should absolutely check out Revisiting the Two Princesses of Bamare, located in the think tank.
1: October means a lot of things to a lot of people, but to the beer-loving folk of the world such as myself... It means it's time for some Oktoberfest goodness. Our very own imbibing scribe, Hunter Wild gives his impressions on this year's various Oktoberfest offerings, offered up with a side of Germany-America comparison and a dash of Tom Clancy humor. Be sure to check out The Imbibing Scribe, The Hunt for Good October.
2: You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. Hey, Chris.
0: Hey, Evan. How's you doing? Oh, I'm pretty good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, do you have a summation for us?
2: I do. I just happen to have in my pocket a Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary. What better place for
0: it to be? Chris, sir, when you are ready...
2: When I am ready, let's go ahead and set the stopwatch and go. So Goku is still uh, recovering from his uh, beat, uh, his defeat at the hands of Jiren, and uh, so we kind of shift our focus over to what the uh, some of the other characters are up to. Uh, Gohan and Piccolo are fighting these two Namekians from I don't remember which universe, but it was a pretty cool little battle. I wish there was more of it. Uh, it's not over yet. We just didn't see a lot of it. It really took over to uh, the other Saiyan characters from the other universe. I think it's Universe 12, or I don't know what numbers they are, but uh, they were all fighting together to try to uh, knock out, like these three robots were attacking Goku, and then... Uh, the. Kaba was fighting someone? I actually forgot who he was fighting. And then he wound up getting the crap beat out of him by Frieza, which Vegeta didn't care much for because Vegeta hates Frieza. And Frieza's just like, hey, more Saiyans. I love killing Saiyans. And then uh, the one girl with the long hair, she challenges Goku at the end, and Goku's like, alright, cool, I'll I'll fight anyone. That was it. (laughs) Thank you. Sir, it wasn't the most <laughs> eventful episode ever. It was fun, but you know we're 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 still catching our breath from the from from the big big stuff.
1: And it's still Dragon Ball. <laughs> it,
0: does exactly. it. it does it. It does it. Still matter. Dragon. Ball. Yeah. Still Dragon Ball. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials and a summation in sixty seconds. Uh, let's talk some news. First up, this this one came from Refinery29, and we had a, a tiny little mini discussion about it. Um, there's a, a new show call coming out. We actually talked about this a couple of months ago. It's the, um, I don't know, the craft-off kind of show, and uh, it's going to be judged by, or no, it's going to be hosted by Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. So I don't remember what we actually said about this show last time. But, I don't
1: remember talking about it. Oh yeah, but I
0: don't remember talking about it. I drink it a lot. Oh, no, I remember this. I was I was shocked that they were making a show about making cra- competitive craft making. <laughs> so I
1: mean, it's hard out there. I'm crafting right now, my friend. Oh, are you? And uh Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not. No.
0: You're just crafty, sir. Anywho yeah. Um, yeah, it's I I don't really know what to say, I, I guess it
1: sounds great. I, I love that um, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman are such good friends in real life. They're like, yeah, let's make another show together. <laughs> and let's make it about like, I didn't know she was into making stuff. I know he is right. He's um, a
0: furniture maker, like handmade wooden stuff.
1: And they describe their roles in the show as like they're going to be like the Tim Gunn of the show, (laughs) which I love. (laughs) I just want to I just want to see like Nick Offerman walk up to a contestant and uh, observe his work and then be like, this concerns me. (laughs) (laughs) Like very thoughtfully and kindly and caring. I love it.
0: And I just figured out what. It was. I had a question about Nick Offerman's photo in the article, and it is because of the beard. I am so used to him just having that epic mustache; the epic beard threw me off.
1: It really does change
0: his whole a lot. face. So, um, show is called "Making It," and it's set to air on NBC, but they have yet to announce a date. Keep your eyes out for that. Sounds like. I guess summer sounds like a summer
1: kind of thing. Probably. And I will watch the crap out of it.
0: (laughs) Well, it has at least one viewer. Um, Now, I tried reading this next article, and maybe I'm tired. I haven't been sleeping well. I've been up kind of late a couple of nights, and I don't understand what's going on. (laughs) I know it's Game of Thrones. At times, it becomes like a little convoluted, but... Someone, like, are we going to see Dario and Daenerys get back together? Are we not? Ha- who was casted? There are so many fucking names in this article.
1: Okay. <laughs> Let me help. Okay. Go. Uh, it seems likely that we will not see Daenerys and Dario get back together because the guy who plays Dario has been cast on something else.
0: So not only was I getting names for this show i was getting casting names for other shows as well okay so all right but she's she's with snow isn't she yes so why do we care at the moment
1: well it might have been interesting <laughs> to uh the Rock- reintroduce the- that character because they kind of left it open-ended when she sent him off to go like lead the golden company okay all right
0: so, yeah. I
1: mean, I like that character. I would have liked to see more of him. I'm, you know, is, I'm somewhat bummed out.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My that's condolences. Okay. <laughs> is is the Twitter or that's an Instagram photo of a guy. Looks like he has a man bun, which is mildly upsetting. Is that the same guy? Is that Dario? No. Okay. Who's that, that guy? That
1: is somebody else <laughs> who...
0: Last Kingdom. I don't know. Mar- Hang Chrisman? On. Mark Christman Mark Christman? Okay. Mark.
1: I I okay. I'm gonna redact something. Okay. It wasn't <laughs> God almighty. We all need some sleep, yo. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling um, you, I so looked at the
0: news articles. I didn't really read them.
1: <laughs> it wasn't that um what's his name? Michelle Heusman who plays Dario, got cast on something else. It's that they cast someone else, this Mark Risman. Uh, as the leader of the Golden Company, which was what some fans were speculating that that was what Dario was going to be when he came back on the show. It was Uh. like, oh, he's going to be the leader of the Golden Company. So now he's not going to be the leader of the Golden Company. Doesn't mean he's not coming back.
0: But it doesn't mean he is coming back. It
1: means that that theory is shot in the ass.
2: Gotcha. But it doesn't not not mean <laughs> that he might not not
0: come back. They don't know. We know they know.
1: <laughs> All Joey, right, Joey, you can't say anything. <laughs> I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> All
0: right, let, let, let's move on and talk about some cussing kids. Um, apparently, it was a very big deal to Netflix that the child cast of Stranger Things 2 Doesn't curse, and now they are cussing. It just makes... They're not cousins. They're not cousins. cousins. They're cussing. They're using the swear words. Apparently a lot more in this season than they did last season. You know, I don't think I would honestly have noticed if this wasn't brought to my attention.
1: I always notice, like, like when you watch a network show and... Mm characters in a situation where they would clearly curse if they weren't on a network show right it always bothers me but what i thought was adorable about this was the um stranger things production kind of went to lengthy ends to make sure the kids were not swearing and then um the kids the actors themselves objected they were like what the fuck we should be swearing (laughs) And so, the, I guess it was the Duffer Brothers wrote to Netflix, and they were like, uh, "I got a bunch of kids here insisting that they be able to swear, and they're kind of the stars of this show." <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, we're we're gonna do a second set of takes, uh, throw some cusses in there, and see how it works. So that so I, then
1: I guess they got Netflix blessing for that.
0: Yeah, um, one of them was in It, and his character. I didn't see the movie It um finn wolfhard mm-hmm. he played richie Trashmouth mouth tozer so i'm assuming he did a little cussing in that that movie as well so apparently the kids are growing up <sighs> all right. but, all right, i can't what they wait do. this
1: comes out well, as, if you're listening to this or podcast, this com- the day it drops, Stranger Things comes out tomorrow. That's still- I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: going away this man, weekend. Stranger Things and Super Mario Odyssey come out on the same day. Oh
0: man! Oh what, boy! What are you gonna do? I uh, agreed to wait to watch it with someone. So I'm a I'm a decent good human being, and I'm. I'm just going to go away for yeah. the weekend so I don't have Netflix available to me. <laughs> well, we're going to be
1: apart, too, like, Friday night and Saturday, so apart slash out of town. And, yeah. 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 We're going to be behind. We're going to get spoiled. Oh, no. Please don't spoil us.
0: <laughs> We've been doing it now for 101 episodes to people. Listen, it's okay. <laughs> um, More Netflix news we finally got a release date for the Punisher and it's like in fucking three, four weeks. Like, yeah, what the shit? Give me some time to plan.
1: (laughs) You need time to plan to watch a TV show?
0: (laughs) Yes, because it's an all day affair. It is a Netflix show. It is 13 hours.
1: Must be nice.
0: Yeah. That's why I need the time to plan and, you know, set my schedule. Um, November seventeenth is when it's set to drop, and a new trailer came out. Um, this
1: which looked sick, right?
0: It looked really good. It looked uh, how did they they uh, flashback heavy teaser, which is given like all of the backstory, but not like not spoiling anything. So it looks really good. I was a little worried about what they were planning on doing with the whole. You know, New York Comic Con pulling of their panel and all of that stuff. Yeah, but
1: I'm sure they had this already ready to debut at Comic Con, right. and then they couldn't, which is kind of a shame because what I get from the trailer is how it's about so much more than just the gun violence.
0: I didn't even note that much gun violence.
1: I mean, like it wasn't. Op- seemed to me there was a lot. Okay, but. It was also, you know, it told me what the show is about, what the story is, and it's very interesting, and it's clearly not just, this guy goes on a rampage and shoots everybody he can find.
0: Right. No, this was... So...
1: Yeah, it's obvious. I think if they the had st- been able to show this at Comic-Con, it would have, you know... I think it would have Dispelled been okay. people's fears about, like, that kind of concern. But... Unfortunately, they were not able to show it there.
0: But it's now available, and there will be a link to it in the show notes. Uh,
1: and we get to see the show really, really soon.
0: Yay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, Side note, did anyone else know um, that fellow Geek Gator and uh, Stone Age Gamer co-host got a new dog and named it Foggy Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I did not know that. It's a
1: really cute dog, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. uh, all right um uh, this isn't really news it's like one of those hey this is a possibility kind of things um
1: it was some really fun speculation
0: I, I like thought. i like speculation like this but apparently we're trying to figure out if batman is in the Arrowverse. now we know bruce wayne we is officially know bruce wayne is but we don't know if bruce wayne is bat blah, blah 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 it was there's a little like it's from twitter where it's a a uh clip from an episode of arrow where he's What's
2: the most recent episode we just watched it yeah the previous episode they outed him like on the news they're like here's a picture of oliver queen as the as green arrow indisputable proof screw you guys go arrest him and, <laughs> photoshop
1: uh, doesn't exist <laughs>
2: Exactly, and that was basically Oliver's retort. It was like, that could be anyone. That could be Bruce Wayne. And we, could, we could make a picture of Bruce Wayne in a costume. Do we know that isn't Bruce Wayne? Or-
0: and that's the point when you're listening, you go, oh, he said, oh, that's a thing now. Now it's official. So- and
1: then the Batman people of the internet who are Legion <laughs> yes. just fucking went ape shit with fan <laughs> theories of like oh my god so if there's Batman where's the Joker and where's this one yeah. and what about this thing and like holy crap guys
0: <laughs> yeah this this article went like I don't know three pages too long like it just, just scrolls right in a rabbit like, hole. It, it was a, a full blown rabbit hole in one article there was no extra clicking needed Um, but it, it was if you're a comic fan and to see how these, you know, loose threads could possibly be tied together, check it out. It, it's it's interesting. Um, anytime I see an article involving this woman, I get mildly happy. And I don't know why, because, like, I don't see, like... Mildly happy? Yeah. What, what does that mean exactly? Because, like, I liked her character in Glee. Okay. But that's my only experience with her. I don't know why I was like, I will watch a daytime show featuring Jane Lynch. I would probably enjoy a show featuring Jane Lynch. Whatever. So, it's a thing now. Did you watch, like, Family Game Night? Every once in a while, I actually did. I didn't like the show itself. I enjoyed her. So, She's
1: fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and she I is love pretty fantastic. That they're they're describing this show as a feel good variety show. Uh-huh. Like hot damn. I'm gonna watch that.
0: Hot damn. So yeah. Um there was a lot of information presented in this article. Um I don't I don't know when if it's she was on NBC's game night, uh, the Fox. It's just I don't. I can't tell if it's actually actually happening. They're saying it's targeting for a fall two thousand eighteen release, but that doesn't necessarily. Like, that's a guess. So I don't know if it's actually. It happening. looks like
1: it's in development, so that could mean anything really. But but it's a- possible if they're smart. They'll They'll make it it happen because it it seems like a no-brainer.
0: She's a lot of fun.
1: In fact, why don't we already have this show?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a valid question. Um, Okay, so now I have a a particular opinion about this next article. I'm curious, Karen, how you felt about it. Um, Dr. Who Bradley Walsh, Tossin Cole, Mandip Gill, and Sharon D. Clark joined Jodie Whittaker as regular cast members. How do you feel about that, Karen?
1: Outstanding.
0: Okay, all right. I was like, "That's a that's you have a problems? cast. That's a big cast."
1: I'm interested because it's been a long time since there's been a a larger than a two person oh, team Tardis. And
0: now yeah, I she recall. showed me classic
2: episodes where there's like you know six dudes rolling around in the Tardis or something. And I'm like now I, yeah, r- I recall you we don't know I don't know that
1: these people are all companions necessarily That's true
2: yeah they did say like you know we don't know maybe someone's a villain Ooh.
1: <laughs> I mean um, I think Bradley Walsh is definitely confirmed as companion which I think is super interesting which, to have an older uh, companion okay and I mean I guess it was kind of obvious that they were going to go with the guy since they went with a woman for the doctor. They have to have that, you know, opposite gender dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's cool and I love Bradley Walsh from uh the British version of Law & Order.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh Okay. I'm all for it. Good, then I'm on board. I I I I I was worried that they were trying to like stack the deck because of the fact that it's a female doctor now and I didn't even I didn't I remember us having a conversation about you know the larger cast from back in the day and maybe they're just trying to, to trying to you know get a, an old-timey feel to it again. So,
2: and a more a more eclectic cast. See, that's really the that's the primary thing that I'm that I'm looking for out of this is like I want at least one of them to not be an earthling. Okay. That, would, that be, would be great That would be really swell Or, you know, an Earthling from a different time period Not a, you know, not contemporary Okay those are, the, those are things that I want out of a new Doctor Who companion
1: Okay I'm looking and I can't find it in here But I think this article also confirmed that the show is going to be
0: 50 minutes, 10 50 episodes 50
1: minute episodes yeah. Instead of 40,
0: 40 Yeah, that I think we talked about last week
1: yeah, oh, yes, a 10-week run of 50-minute episodes. Mm.
0: I actually thought there was... And that's only five minutes longer? I
1: guess right? so. Right,
0: they're 45-minute episodes, or...
1: Yes, they were.
0: So you're losing three episodes, but gaining an hour, maybe one extra in you're getting 50 extra minutes. Mm.
1: And then the, uh, the uh, premiere is going to be an hour.
0: Right. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, from tvguide.com, apparently Star Trek Discovery is doing well enough to be renewed for a season two.
2: Yay, I think. I haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> I think, yeah. I, don't, I have no idea.
1: Somebody's uh, seen it, but I don't know anyone who has. Right.
2: I, d- I know a handful of people who have. Like I have a couple of Trekkie friends, and they are... Okay, a- a- Evan, yes? this will mean something to you. Adrian is impressed with the show. Oh. What? So Adrian is impressed. Okay. I've I don't I've almost never heard that kid say he was impressed by anything. Interesting. So Okay. That was that was some pretty high praise. Like, seriously? Like actually impressed? Alright. Alright. So maybe I'm gonna have to watch it. Maybe? I will, just I'm not paying for the C V S app, so I'll get it someday, some way, but no, I'm not. I'm not bowing to your uh, buy the CBS app
0: so you can watch the new Star Trek show. Sorry, guys. Right? No, I we we had this conversation a while ago, but it's there's not enough on the CBS app to make it worth.
1: You're not going to buy it for one show, and we will not be bullied by CBS.
2: Yeah, there are very few things. I mean, I I don't even know if I can think of a specific thing that could actually sell me on that i I don't know what would sell me on buying a one like an entire network streaming service especially one so heavily attached to the big bang theory that uh would justify me uh doing so I, i i just don't think that exists for me
0: i always forget that the big bang theory is on cbs
2: well, if it's garbage television, it's on CBS. <laughs> it's actually, that's I, actually
0: I, their tagline. I just read the the final line of this article. Uh, full disclosure: tvguide.com dot com is owned by CBS, the parent company of CBS All Access. <laughs> okay. Um. Apparently, the show is doing well. It's getting a second season. Huzzah! Um, the debut actually. Had nine point four million viewers, and it was opposite Sunday Night Football, which is actually pretty impressive. Um,
1: Depends who was playing, right? I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know who
0: was playing, right? So, um, Karen, you, you posted up this next one, and I was so excited to actually see a a, a video, and it was just a still. <laughs> David S. Pumpkin's sketch is getting animated for a Halloween special for SNL. Um, Tom Hanks is going to do the voice work. It's cute. It's fun. I like it. I'm
2: curious. I am completely unfamiliar with this character. It's just... Really?
1: It's just, I'm going to make you watch it after the show. Um, <laughs> I have reservations. Why? <laughs> Because it's SNL, and they're well-known for taking a joke and beating the ever-loving shit out <laughs> of it. Beating the
0: horse out of it? Yes. Yes. They're known for that.
1: And so, what this... I mean, this sketch was legitimately hilarious for the whatever three and a half minutes that it was when it, last year when it aired. Mm-hmm. But to take that and make it ten times as long...
0: Is that what it's? I have is, my it, is it, is it that said, they said to they can be? C-
1: sustain it. Is it? It's supposed to be a half-hour special. Oh. <laughs> cool.
0: <laughs> I just like Tom Hanks, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'll check it out. October Well, maybe I'll watch it the next day. That's
1: late. <laughs> We're old. Yeah, yeah
0: there's.
2: Hey, you want to talk about old? There's a Nintendo Direct tonight at eleven o'clock. I'm not staying
0: up for it. <laughs> I'll catch the news in the morning. <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, Chris, you posted up this next one, and I'm curious as to—is this something you just noted as an article, or is this something you watched? Oh, it—it it was uh, I. So I was on
2: Reddit earlier today, and I saw. Um, this, th- that was the, what I wrote there in our show notes was the headline. Uh, this review of uh, Stranger Things said that, um, yeah, they, their, their criticism of the show was, um, <laughs> that the kids were playing Dragon's Lair and they were like, well, for a show that, uh, is so meticulous about being accurate to the time period, you'd think they would have known the video games didn't look like that, like that back in the 80s. Okay. And, um, you know that was obviously a a reddit thread attached to wow this guy's an idiot because um, there
0: it wasn't it was removed
2: right like yes that apparently they took the 5 seconds it takes to do a google search <laughs> to find dragon's lair and you know do do like you know just just some some basic fact checking to so to <laughs> Take into consideration the possibility that you might not know everything about everything, and uh realize that, oh oh wait, no, this actually was a real game yeah i uh, I should probably delete this uh, and what was i I thought was you know especially interesting about it was that um it wasn't up to the like, nobody archived it, and the guy didn't issue a correction he didn't say update, he just deleted it, so there's no with the exception of this reddit post uh-huh. there's no they, no this guy doesn't have added. to own his
0: mistake gotcha yet. well that just shows that they are still trying to be as true to their 80's feel and that's that's good uh, for anyone who doesn't know Dragon's Lair is
2: cause a lot of people think it's a cartoon uh, 80's video games they think you know Pac-Man like and every, everything looked like Space Invaders that's just what video games looked like and nope. For a, a lot of the case, that you know, a lot of the time that was true, and then the this company made this laser disc arcade machine that was it's barely a game, like it's, it's, a quick it's an event. interactive DVD menu, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's it was all this gorgeous Don Bluth animation, and it just looks like a cartoon because it's a playable cartoon, you just You press up when Dirk the Daring gets to one point, and then you press left when he gets to another point, and you just hope you choose the right thing or he's going to die, that kind of a thing. So when you watch Stranger Things, if you're not a video game fanatic or or don't know your your retro video games, when they are playing Dragon's Lair, that's a legit game. That is what it looked like.
1: (laughs) I remember seeing that game in the trailer and
2: asking you about
1: it, because I was like, what are they doing? That's not a real 80s game. However, I am not a television journalist, and I did not go and say that on the internet with like doing no research to. It was bad um, enough that you said it to my Chris. <laughs> well, I asked it. I asked, exactly.
2: Yeah, she asked about it. And and what what's the website that this article is on again? The Sun. Oh no. Uh, GQ
1: dot com, right?
2: GQ. That's yes. right. So uh, it's not like British. And it wouldn't GQ. even be like if if Karen. Somebody who, like, writes for Geekade, like, not, not to disparage our website, but we're not freaking GQ over here. Um, this guy gets paid to do this and uh, could not be buggered. To uh, and I'm sure somebody pointed out to him, like, yo, dude, that's Dragon Slayer. What, what the hell's wrong with you?
0: All right. Very
2: good. Made me chuckle. That's all. Made me
0: chuckle. <laughs> I was I, I was a little upset that I didn't actually get to see the original and that only the, the me corrected too. one. I really
2: wanted to see
0: the original, and I'm
2: <laughs> I'm like, that's really kind of douchey. I don't know, man. Fucked up. It's kind of douchey to not issue a correction right. to just be like, nah, I I I th- this mistake never happened. That's kind of crappy. Bad I mean, it's obvious.
1: It's not like, oh, I got away with it. No one noticed. Like. People noticed. So, what are you doing by not even acknowledging it?
0: Yeah. All right. Um, the next one we got from you—you you posted up from the sun. Horrified gunpowder viewers left throwing up at extreme <laughs> violence and <laughs> horror torture scenes on BBC One. <laughs> I am so interested in seeing this show. Apparently, uh, Jon Snow is in a new show about the uh, attempted plot to blow up the house of lords from 19 or from 1605 uh it's it's kit at his finest um but apparently there's some rough scenes in this now yeah it's, it's like really freaking gruesome and but is I, it and now i'm i'm kind of tagged out i don't i don't really want to see that much uh gruesome but is it i'm what a- <laughs> is it really or is it bbc gruesome like, we've seen some pretty horrific shit on Netflix. <laughs> or The Walking Dead. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm curious.
1: What's What surprised me in this was um, they included some quotes from viewers that... <laughs> Tweets. ...left and didn't want to see or, to, you know, shut off, whatever. And one of them said, another potentially good historical drama ruined by unnecessary gruesome scenes. Yeah. What other potentially good historical dramas have been ruined in this way. I'd like to know. I
2: don't know. Yeah. And I love the, the show's response was like, we're just being accurate, man. People were screwed up back. then. <laughs> we
0: kind of sucked.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: all right. So, um, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to try to find it. Uh, it's, on, it was on BBC one. It was a three part series. Um, and it's cool. I
1: don't know that I can watch Kit Harington and anything else right now.
0: I, I'm really, I, I'm
1: looking at it. I'm like, oh, it looks John like Jon Snow. Snow.
0: Like it's not Jon it, Snow. It, it, it looks like Jon. He
1: looks exactly the same. His hair is yeah. the same. His facial hair is the same. But he's just wearing Even, lighter like, clothes. The costumes are periods, so it's not like They're, exactly <laughs> Game of Thrones. But it's in the same. There's no fur. Family. Mm-hmm. There's
0: no fur involved in this costuming. Uh, no IKEA rugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So. Okay. I read this next one and there was a, there was information in there or okay the title says this is us passes big bang theory in adults 18 to 49 week 3 week 3 broadcast live plus 3 ratings. Now to me that means that this is us did better. That title, that right?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: then the first line of the article says, the Big Bang Theory edged. This is us as the top non-sports show. So the first line then says that the Big Bang Theory.
1: Yeah, this is poorly written. Okay, so
0: I've, so was edged because by, are they missing two words? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess West Edge by would work. Okay. Because this is us had a four point three and Big Bang had four point one. So Okay. Clearly.
0: I got I was confused.
1: But This Is Us did better. There
0: it is. Um I did like seeing the they have um a full chart for rankings, um just to see where, you know, live T V is nowadays and I'm I'm actually I'm pleasantly surprised that this is us is number 3 behind, you know, football. And The Big Bang Theory is there still. But I don't is is that that other show on yet? You know, The Big Bang Theory, Young, young Sheldon? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's on. All right. I don't I didn't see it on this list, so that makes me a little bit happy.
2: Yeah, it makes me. I I really want to see that show fail. It looks so unfathomably awful. So, um, there, there's hope yet. <laughs> there is. It's it's very nice to see a legitimately good television show edging out, um, well, trash that swill.
0: Yeah. Yes. There's hope for society yet. Um. <laughs> so there's been a lot of news this this past couple of weeks about uh sexual assault in in television and movie production and it's just getting worse um with with the Weinstein story that released a lot more is coming out which is good that you know people's stories need to be heard and the, and the people that have done wrong need to be held accountable um like I was
2: saying to Karen earlier it's it's great and terrible right like it's great that all these people are coming out. It's terrible that they have to
0: right um I had a conversation with someone very important to me about the me too uh the hashtag mm-hmm. and it's very you see that that hashtag in a post and then there's an explanation and or there isn't an explanation. Or there isn't an explanation. If there is an explanation, it is someone just stating this is what happened, whatnot. And how do you respond to that? Do you respond with, hey, I like that post, which is weird, or I'm sad, or, like, because that's someone trying to gain strength from, from speaking their words. That's a. I I just thing. didn't react to them. So, because I, I, exactly, I
2: didn't want to... I didn't want to, you don't want to put, like, angry face or any any of your emotions into that. Like, I just, I didn't react to them. I just didn't want to make, I didn't want to have any of my reaction be a part of any of that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to take anything away from anyone. Because like you say, I don't want to like that post. Like, I don't like that you were sexually assaulted. And I don't want to say sad, you know, because, like, I don't want to say I'm sad that you're finally... Yeah, you know, you, right. you you finally feel okay to say something like that. There's too many ways for too much room to for some, interpretation. Too much room for interpretation. Facebook is not adequate. Uh, Facebook emojis are not adequate to respond
0: to said things. So I, I agree. I so the point of all of this is this article that's brought to us from E News. Uh, straight of things, Finn oh, Wolfhard exits APA after agent is accused of sexual abuse. Now. I read this and it wasn't of him, right? Okay, get that out right on Front Street. Um, but someone within their firm was um, brought up on charges. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, duck on. That's my text messages. Um, so yeah, kid, so kid I bounced. think it's
1: even. I mean, obviously, it's better that. It didn't happen to this kid, but I think it takes balls to, uh, you know, find out that your agent has been accused of this in an industry where there's a lot of just looking the other way with that stuff. And for him to be like, nope, I don't want to be associated with this person. I don't want to put myself at risk. And I don't want to contribute to their um, career success by, you know, I mean, clearly, whoever represents this kid is going to get a nice chunk of change. Mm -hmm. And so to take his business elsewhere is pretty admirable. It's just
0: the right thing to do and good on him for for doing it.
1: There was another article. I don't think it was in this one that's in our show notes, but somewhere there was a quote from Finn Wolfhard, which I can't confirm, but if it's true is awesome, where he said, uh, as a father of no daughters, because I'm literally in eighth grade, I think sexual harassment is bad right.
0: yeah that was yeah I don't know where I, I saw that too, and it was, wasn't in this article um, but it just it's a smart kid and it's just doing the right thing which is which is great um, the next article that, that we're going to talk about is from superherohype.com um, apparently there's a Middle Eastern superhero comedy coming to ABC from Larry Wilmore and Basim Youssef. I this is completely new to me. Didn't hear anything about it and I think I'm on board. I think I'm gonna check this out. Because I'm I think Larry Wilmore's great. Board. Larry Wilmore I don't really know the other guy, so I, but that's the that's the point. Larry Wilmore is great. And I think it could be a lot of fun. It could be interesting, something that we'd never seen. Um uh,
1: Yeah, I mean it says there's a quote from Yusuf in the article that's uh You know, to have only terrorist roles available for us one day and then to get to play superheroes the next is groundbreaking. Absolutely. I mean, we've got now, like, we're just starting to see Black Panther um, and what else, the... What is the lightning show? <laughs> Tolkien <that> white guys. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? No, that, was it. A great, that was awesome. That was a great meme. Um, um, but what's the Cress Williams Black show? Lightning. Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Like, we're starting to see some other... And there was uh, the the Latino uh, ghostwriter on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. But, like, why are all the superheroes white? That's nonsense. they
2: were all invented in, like, the 50s and right, 60s. Right, they were all
1: invented by white people. But I'm saying, like... In today's world,
0: it, it's, <laughs> there's no it's reason not the that
1: all the superheroes yeah. should be white. So and they're catching this up. Is great,
2: I know it's not going to be it because if it was, they would have said something. But like, it, wouldn't it be awesome if this show was Miss Marvel? That would be great. Mm.
0: I don't think it will
1: be because it be it, awesome.
2: they're, they're
0: they're doing it as a comedy.
1: Maybe it is, but they can't save for some reason.
2: Oh, that would be cool. If anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a a, a Marvel character named Miss Marvel. Uh, and she is uh, a Muslim teenager from Jersey City, and she's got, like, stretchy powers. <laughs> she's awesome. <laughs> Although stretchy the power.
1: way they describe this is uh, an ordinary Middle Eastern American family with two superhero parents at a time when it's illegal to be a superhero. So they're forced to save the world in secret. So that doesn't sound to me like the plot of this. Yeah,
2: that's definitely not that. <laughs> it's the perfect it's like, it's cover little bit of incredibles there but i'm fine with that oh
0: all right um karen there's more news with uh with, with your your like the probably passion th- project the, the perfect show ever designed for you um <laughs> who is this woman what is she I, playing you know, i don't know okay
1: <laughs> i looked it up yesterday before the news actually broke there was a rumor and uh so i, I checked her out she's clearly very well known okay. um in England okay so i have no like qualms about this casting um people feel good about it i feel good about it but uh in case anybody does know who she is uh josie lawrence has been cast to play agnes nutter which means not much to me but agnes nutter is an amazing character so i'm excited to see what she does with it <laughs>
0: All right, it's cool. Um, (laughs) I remember this next article. I I remember this being a thing, and I'm actually interested in seeing this um, documentary. Uh, This comes from ScreenCrush.com. There was a... (laughs) the, the, The most epically failed, funniest show ever was the Dana Carvey Show. Now, the reason it failed epically was because its first episode was following an episode of um a very special a very special improvement whereas they were dealing with cancer and so on and so forth it was just really bad timing and it was incredibly bad timing, especially because the first
2: sketch was so freaking weird. It was. I remember watching that when <laughs> it came on. I remember that night because I I used to watch Home Improvement. I remember that episode, and I was a big fan of Wayne's World, so I was like, "Dana Carvey show, I'm gonna watch."
0: <laughs> Apparently, they're making a, a, a documentary about it. Um, Twenty years later, uh, it's it the 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 show is going to be available on hulu and it's it's just like behind the scenes kind of stuff so check that out i'm actually kind of interested in it um i haven't seen the Dana carvey show in so long right and i feel like i want to watch the documentary first it's uh if i'm not mistaken it's called uh, too funny to fail the life and death of the Dana carvey show yeah um
2: the only sketch i remember from that was well i mean obviously i remember the the bill clinton creepy mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. breastfeeding thing uh and then i also remember the uh it was something with the wizard of oz okay. and the scarecrow is like uh i need to go see the wizard why do you need to see the wizard because i don't have an ass <laughs> okay <laughs> because in the whole like if i only had an ass number it was really funny
1: <laughs> and uh struck a personal chord
0: it's true it did, it did. Yeah. i yeah. don't have an ass chris is chris is ass free um we're going to i want to end no let's let's Ha <laughs> ha, Karen. How do you say the, I I, how do you say the guy's name?
1: Guillaume. Guillaume.
0: God damn it! Robert Guillaume has passed away. Um, which is a goddamn shame. Um, phenomenal this actor. This makes me so sad. Um,
1: this makes me sad, and it makes me super mad that the only ways to watch Sports Night streaming right now are iTunes or Hulu, which neither of which, well, obviously, don't subscribe to Hulu, and I'm not gonna. Pay for iTunes to watch this when I have Sports Night mm. on DVD mm. somewhere in this house. Right.
0: That's in my office. Uh, you son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitches. Um, he was so. the first black actor to ever win a comedy Emmy. Um, he was on Benson and uh, Soap and like... He's Rafiki. Rafiki, motherfucker. That is the <laughs>
1: first place that I saw this posted. Um Aid writer... Dawn posted an article from Disney announcing the news that the voice of Rafiki had passed, and I was like, "Ah, no!
0: It's a goddamn shame!" It's a goddamn but then it sent
1: shame. me right to Sports Night, and I could not find the clip that I wanted to post in memoriam on YouTube. Thanks a lot, YouTube.
0: Thanks a lot. Which one? I'm curious. The
1: one where he comes back at the end of. Season one, where he comes back from having hey lady, a stroke.
2: You gonna get my show on the air anytime soon? <laughs> exactly
1: that. <laughs>
0: as uh, as Kevin Smith would say, big bucket of win for this man. Uh, he will be. Missed. Yeah, I
2: mean, he you know he 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 lived to a, a, a ripe age. He actually he did have a stroke, right? So, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's it's one of those things that obviously you, you got to be sad because it's a terrible loss. But at the same time, you can't be that sad because like, dude lived. You he know did. he. He had a great run.
0: <sighs> and He was awesome. All right. Finally, um Broadway HD announced a new deal with Amazon, uh Amazon Ericsson. I don't know what that is. What is Amazon Ericsson?
1: I think it's Amazon and Ericsson. Oh, Jesus. Two different. Okay.
0: Um entities. So, Broadway HD is going to show up on Amazon.
1: Yeah, I don't know it it has its own amazon channel and i don't know what that means
2: yeah that, <laughs> it's, i don't know what that that doesn't make any sense to me either. well
0: okay it we
1: don't, don't, don't it doesn't know. mention amazon prime streaming it just mentions that it will be available on amazon
0: so maybe it's uh, the, enabled
1: the f- devices it
0: fires amazon fire stick fire stick tv fire tablets computers and android os I, I, it just seems like so Broadway HD is going to be available wider. So I think that you still have wider. to
1: have a subscription to Broadway, Broadway HD. HD. It's just and that you can get it on rate m- too. more things. They're dropping their rate from they 15 are lowering to the 9. Rate.
0: So there you go. More Broadway HD goodness, or at least more readily available. That's a good thing, right?
1: I don't know. I don't, it is a good I, thing. Okay. It's certainly... I don't know. I still don't know that I can swing nine months nine bucks a month for just that indulgent of a subscription. <laughs> that indulgent
0: like, of a subscription. That was beautifully put. I, mean, it's I get it.
1: <laughs> literally just for me. No one else in this house is gonna watch Broadway H D. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you come home one day, Chris is sitting on the couch watching Broadway HD like he got caught. I swear. <laughs> it's not what it looks like. All right. That's it. That's what that's all I got. So Chris. Hey. You got a spiel for me?
2: I sure do. You can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com, as well as all other flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at the underscore geekade, or follow the show specifically at TWEPCAST. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at geekade Chris. That's geekade, K-R-I-S. Karen is at...
1: Shoot underscore the underscore moon.
2: And Evan is at
0: geekade underscore evan
2: if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight be sure to check out the show notes and while you're at it you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on itunes and stitcher where if you're super nice you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated again always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new every single day back to you Evan.
0: thank you so much sir um i had to make a choice and seeing as I didn't actually get to pick a a Halloween episode because of timing and whatnot, our recording schedule and air schedule is one day off. We record on Tuesdays. We air on, excuse me, we're, we have a day, a th- two day break. So record Tuesday, episode goes up on Thursday. Now, Tuesday of next week is technically Halloween. So we will be recording during <sighs> that was Halloween.
2: Technically Halloween.
0: <laughs> um, i I want to do my 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 Halloween pick. So next week we are going to be talking about Roseanne season two episode seven. Boo!
1: Awesome. They always had good Halloween That's, episodes. Was, yeah, yes. So
0: there you go. Join us next week. All of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Seriously,
2: where'd that kid get a box of cigars from? He's like 12. (laughs) (laughs) Good
1: night.
0: And this concludes our broadcast day.